0: Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts.
1: Oh, oh,
0: oh, O'Reilly! Auto Parts. <laughs> Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 at Ajar Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jax on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. One more snap Would you have guessed when this impossible season was trying to launch, that you'd get it all in, you'd get to Tampa, and when the Super Bowl ended, the ball would be in the hands of Tom Brady. I don't know why we ever think it won't. I don't know, Jim. And Tony, I think it should have been in the hands of Blaine Gabbert. Why Mm. didn't he take the final knee? Mm. Sweet victory for Blaine Gabbert. (laughs) How about Missouri coming out with a little Blaine Gabbert salute? Did you see that? I did not see that one. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm still hey, waiting on that Blaine Gabbert tweet. Or, or like the, the Instagram yeah, post. Yeah. You, you know? might have already had one. Who knows? Yeah. Good for Blaine Gabbert. Uh, good for Byron Which Good for Leonard Fournette. Who am I missing? Jadon Mickens. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the, the names of Jags fans. Well, I actually feel good for a guy like Gabbert, man. I mean, he's just been the punching bag for the first part of his career. Good to say, you know, you you wade through all that. I understand he's not a big part of it in terms of on the field, what we're seeing. But uh, good for him. You know, uh, that's pretty cool uh, that he's able to do it. Chad Henney was able to do it last year. So uh, no problem with Blaine Gabbert uh, getting a Super Bowl. Good for Leonard Fournette. I kind of feel good about wh- where he's come uh, in the last year. What a season for Leonard Fournette. Byron which is going to be a head coach somewhere uh, down the line. No doubt about it. So uh, Tampa Bay Bucks get it done. Mm. How about this? Just was thinking of this. How do you sum up this Super Bowl, right? Other than Brady, 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 Brady. Uh Brady and Gronk. I thought the Patriots were playing for a little bit. But I-, I was thinking of this. Brady has had so many electric moments and games. If you think about the Super Bowls that he's been a part of, whether we won or lost, from the Giants to losing, you know, David Tyree and the, yeah. uh You think about the Seattle game that they were a part of. I mean, the-, the Rams won the first one. Just unbelievable football game. So much so that the first... Really, the first eight, but especially nine, you could almost say he could have lost too. You know, easily a lot of those games, and ends up winning. He could have won them all, could have lost them all. You know yeah. that's how close they were. Well, the last two, really, they were boring. Correct. The last two Brady wins were boring. It was the, one of the most boring games of all time. Was the, the couple years ago against the Rams, thirteen to three. One because there was a lack of offense. I still claim I was at that game, and I still claim there was a lack of like replay in that game. So there was no drama built up, like it was,
1: see. But there, see, to me, there's still drama though, because you had two defenses playing pretty,
0: yeah, a high
1: level of caliber of football, but and no, the game was so sn- competitive. I mean, it, it was, was close. close it was close enough, yeah. But
0: it was still a snoozer, you know. It's kind of a, yeah, I a, mean, especially in modern day football sure, the way we're sure. expecting it. And, and Super Bowl, Super Bowls have gotten very good over the years. Well, this one, I don't think this was a snoozer per oh, se. Oh, see,
1: I th- mean, because that's conversation when I walked oh, in. Oh, you do. I think this game was the biggest
0: snooze fest I've ever seen. Really? Yes. What I think was interesting about it is I was I was thinking of this and maybe you guys disagree uh, point it out if, if I'm missing a play but there was no like big play in the game like there was no turning point there was no like wow I'm going to remember this Super Bowl because of that play Over the weekend on our TV special we did like the great catch some of the great catches mm-hmm. in Super Bowl history there wasn't even a great play in the game like was there really an, an unbelievable wow what a catch by Gronk mm-hmm. or I I guess the only play you would think would be kind of pivotal or two of them one was the interception that got waved off because of the flag i guess you could call that uh and then the fourth down but it's not like that changed the game. The fourth down and goal, they stopped them, but that no, didn't change the game at all. So there yeah. wasn't even a poignant play in
1: the football game. I mean, there was there's a couple of them to me where Patrick Mahomes is literally running for his life and yeah. he makes these diving throws and they go off the the, the receiver's helmet. That yeah. should have been, you know, big completions. Like those yeah. are big
0: plays yeah, maybe that you should have happened. Mahomes more, right?
1: Correct. But I think the biggest thing from that game obviously is what we take away from it especially in the first half was the fact that some of the biggest plays to me penalties they were and whether those are self-inflicted penalties or questionable calls on kansas city but that's what makes me think about that game last night now obviously in the second half it almost got to the point where it's like well this game's out of hand you Uh, know i mean that that first drive for kansas city it was like okay we've seen this show before we've seen kansas city shoot shoot themselves in the foot time and time again and they always rebound well that first drive to start the second half they couldn't sustain a touchdown And all of a sudden, it's like, okay, this isn't the usual Kansas City team that we're accustomed to seeing. They have too many injuries on the offensive line. And all of a sudden, Patrick Mahomes is looking a little more pedestrian because he doesn't have any
0: time to throw whatsoever. You know what it It feels like a little bit in that sense? and, and uh, disregard kind of like the heavy favorite versus the underdog in this mm. instance, but it felt a little bit like Mike Tyson buster Douglas in mm. the sense that if if you go back to that fight, even if you watch it on replay, you're like, he's not going to lose to this guy. Like Even though you know he already lost, there's yeah. still like a part of me when I go back and watch that fight, it's like, okay, when's Tyson going to knock him out? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. He doesn't lose to this guy. Yeah. When's he going to knock him out? Well, it's like the Chiefs. I didn't think they would come back and win necessarily. But where was the comeback? Like, they never even made it a game. They never even scared... The the Bucks. Correct. Like, that's what was stunning about it is they only scored a field goal. And then the Bucks go down and score and make it 28 to nine. Mm-hmm. And bam, just like that. It's like, OK, there's going to be a little drama. This is how football works. We're waiting for it. Mahomes was down nine nothing. He was down 24 nothing last year. They figured out a way to make big plays against the uh, San Francisco 49ers in the Super Bowl. Where is it? Where is it? They're going to figure it out. Andy Reid's smart. Patrick Mahomes is great. Tyreek Hill, get him the football. Never happened. Couldn't do it. It just never happened, and and I guess we were all kind of waiting for it to happen, and then and then before you knew it, there were five minutes to go in the fourth quarter, and it's like, okay, now they're just going to run the ball out. Exactly. <laughs> it yeah. was really wild in that sense, um, somewhat of a snoozer of a of a Super Bowl outside of the storyline, uh, and once again, it's it's Brady's brilliance. And in, in this respect, uh, it's funny. I was just talking to my mom coming in, and mom's not a huge Brady fan. Right? Yeah, sure. Uh, and and uh, she's not you she know dislike Brady. I don't know why she's not big Brady. fish. probably got tired of him like I did up in the <laughs> in New England area. But uh she's like, I think it's Gronk. Gronk doesn't get enough credit. You know, like, you know Gronk, Gronk, Gronk. I was like, yeah, that's true, mom. But uh, you know, Gronk won four Super Bowls. Brady now has seven. <laughs> okay, sure. it's yeah. not just Gronk. Yeah. And. I think this Super Bowl for Brady was less performance based, although that was brilliant in the first half as well, and more what I've said to you the last couple over the last couple of months, where I think the Brady legacy is going to be written at the end of the day, and I think it's the most important part or most intriguing part of the book. Hmm. And that's just how good of a teammate he is. Mm-hmm. I think he is an unbelievable teammate. And we had this discussion on one of our shows in the last two weeks when I asked you about stars being teammates. And that's what it was centered around, right? Mm-hmm. How good of a teammate do you have to be if you're a star? Uh, and I just feel like Brady does that so well. He brings in Antonio Brown. He brings in Gronk. They they came here because of Brady. But mm-hmm. then he, he made, in my opinion, a guy like Leonard Fournette better. He, he makes Leonard Fournette attention to detail, probably be on time, probably locked in in meetings because they don't want to let that guy down. Mm-hmm. And what he did to kind of reform, if you will, the Bucks culture or lack thereof, along with Arians and others, I don't think he's the sole guy here. But what he did to me was almost bigger than on the field. It took a little time, took till the second half of the year, but it played out that way. And and I think the part of the legacy that, that's not sexy if you will, but to me that uh, again will have the most interesting movie as you look back on it when players talk about him in a 30 for 30 or the book and the quotes that come out from teammate to teammate is just how good of a, a guy he is at bringing people together and transforming a locker room I mean I, I don't know if I think there are a few that have done that better quite frankly
1: no without a doubt you know I mean if you're Tom Brady last night you go 21 for 29 um, 201 yards and three touchdowns not three touchdowns very admirable let's be honest. Two and one yards, like the, the game wasn't won and lost so, on your arm, you know. Yeah. I mean, you, you had Fournette um, be able to run the ball pretty well. Obviously, Ronald Jones made an appearance as well. Like it was just an it was an all around offensive collective that got the job done for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But you bring up a great point, and you know, in terms of like trust and in terms of following somebody and being a leader, obviously Tom Brady might be the best to do that of all time. Now, listen, as far as the rah-rah guy, I'm sure some of that's there. We've seen glimpses of that before. We've seen behind the curtain a little bit of his ability to motivate players but there's something to be said for a guy who has played at the highest level, at the highest game of the Super Bowl, time and time and time again. And Leonard Fournette mentioned it last night. Throughout the entire week and really throughout the entire playoffs, Brady was like, we're, we're going to win. We're, we're going to the Super Bowl. We're going, Just that positive reinforcement over and over and over again. And, yes, yeah, some players can get by with their skill set and be like, all right, well, this guy is the best player on the field right now. I'm going to follow him. That's great. Now, was Tom Brady the best quarterback last night? Absolutely, but did I leave that game thinking what Patrick Mahomes has done? Like, no, if anything, and honestly, as crazy as it sounds, I, I, I found a new, found a kind of a newfound respect for Patrick Mahomes. What he was trying to do with basically nothing on the offensive line. I mean, yeah. the, the guy left it all out there. But my point is, with Tom Brady, a guy who's that experienced on the biggest of stages, guys can want to gravitate towards that. Gronkowski, AB. And it's something to be said too as well, where you hear Mike Evans now, you hear Antonio Brown, they're willing to take pay cuts. Well, I mean, obviously Antonio Brown's gonna be a free agent, so we'll yeah. see what happens there. But Mike Evans said, hey, I will restructure my deal if we can keep the kind of the, the whole crew together here because I wanna win again. That's the power of Tom Brady. You put your trust in someone that's been there over and over and over again and who's had success at the highest of levels.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, And we'll see. When I ask that question, can they keep it together? I have my doubts on that. Uh, Listen, I didn't really think even Kansas City would get back to this game, Mm. and they did, but I didn't think they would get back to this game as as great as they were and they are on paper. I just think it's that hard to do, uh, you know, and now if you look at it in hindsight, how close are, are the Chiefs to not winning last year's Super Bowl? They could be like 0 and 2, and we'd be talking about Buffalo Bills type of stuff as Jim Kelly and as great as they are and the, you know, as, as exciting as they are, mm-hmm. they don't win. Now they got it done and, and they've done that a lot. But I mean, last year, if you go back to that Super Bowl, remember it was a third and 13 play at the end of the half, there was that George Kittle inter, uh, interference play, the push off mm-hmm. that was very questionable. Mm-hmm. So, uh, they got it done. But you can almost look in the rear view, mirror like, wow, they're so close to winning two in a row and being this dynastic team. Yeah. But you are also so close to not winning. And that, and again, that's the beauty of Brady. They're able to pull those games out even when it's tight. We'll see if Mahomes can do that. Mahomes might go to seven Super Bowls. I don't think he's going to ten. But yeah. he might go to seven. What, you, you, it's like LeBron in the finals, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you go there a lot, you also put yourself on the table to lose as well and it's really hard to win a bunch i mean the greatness of joe montana is is fantastic but he only went to four what if he went to eight what do you won eight i don't Mm -hmm. know about that you know Mm -hmm. uh as for mahomes you you said it as a respect level for mahomes and 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 there should be by the way Mm -hmm. i mean he handles at his age what he already handles he's he's really a terrific athlete I, i i am so impressed that 25 years old at how they handle things more so than his athletic ability. Uh, but we were watching in the sports office a little bit last night. It's fun to watch him throw the football. Isn't oh yeah, it? yeah. It's just fun to watch him throw. the. You know, I think Marino was like that. I think if you go back to Marino, and I know i got a little bias here, but I think a lot of <laughs> people would say that. I think Marino was just fun to watch him zip the football. Aaron Rodgers has a little bit of that, yeah, right, where well, you yeah. just like to see him flick the ball off yeah. his back foot, and boom, it goes 60 yards. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's just something special about it. It's like, it's like watching Stanton hit a home run. Yeah. Alright in batting practice there's that element with Mahomes but now how he handles this will be will be interesting already he's done a nice job you know i mean mm-hmm. in the post game not putting any blame i mean he had no chance back there no. and i do think he actually i won't say saw ghosts or anything but i think he in the first 10 12 minutes of that game there were a couple of plays in the next 5 or 6 minutes where he escaped and got out of there probably even sooner than he should have mm-hmm. because well he was under pressure the whole time, and yeah. then as it turns out, what is it like 38 pressures in that game or something ridiculous? Uh, how could an offensive line be that bad at this level? I understand they were down a couple guys, but are you surprised they played that poorly? Oh no, without it. Well, listen, this is a
1: to me it's a combination of things. Am I surprised that the press? Excuse me. Am I surprised that the Kansas City offensive line played like a dumpster fire? I am surprised about that. I mean, I, I thought for sure you could give Patrick Holmes three seconds to work his magic and make it happen. Yeah. And, and they couldn't even do that. Now, granted, you had guys playing out of position. Um, You know, you, you had guys on injured reserve. So I get that wasn't the, you know, the full artillery that the had. But I was also surprised from the fact that, listen – it wasn't like Tampa Bay had this new revolutionary defense that beat Kansas City. You now, give Todd Bowles some credit, all right? Todd Bowles, I mean, talking about Super Bowl MVP Tom Brady, Bowles right up there as well. Yeah, no doubt. Because if you remember how that game transpired during the regular season when uh, KC played Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay got absolutely embarrassed in their own house, yep. right? Tyreek Hill goes off for, two, was it 300 yards or 200 yards? Well, 200 yards in the first 200 quarter. 200 yards in the first quarter. And it was just, it was an absolute just curb stomping, let's call it, uh, for the Buccaneers. Todd Bowles has always been known for being a guy who loves the blitz. I think his blitz percentage is around forty percent, one of the highest in the NFL. And I remember when I on Friday when I said they they just gotta send four. They just gotta send four. Trust in your four. Now, I'm not sure if I should give Todd Bowles credit here or if he lucked into it. But if you go back to the first quarter, I mean Tampa Bay got home right away with four guys. So I'm not sure if the game plan the entire time was to be like, all right, we're just going to rush four, and we're going to drop back, play a lot of cover two, a lot of quarters coverage, obviously try to map up Tyreek Hill as much as possible and see what happens, or if the game plan was we're going to blitz Patrick Mahomes, we're going to make him feel uncomfortable, but they never got to that point because the offensive line couldn't block anything. Yeah, I'm not sure what the game plan was. But with that being said, the Buccaneers' ability to send four every single down and beat... You know, those five guys' offensive line, it it deserves to be mentioned. And to me, that was the difference of the game right there. Yes, Tom Brady had some nice throws and Leonard Fournette, all this stuff. But that defensive line for Tampa Bay against that offensive line of Kansas City, that was the mismatch. And it it looked like it wasn't even like – I came away from that game with that offensive line. And once again, I don't want to talk bad and talk smack. But listen, you're on the biggest stage in the Super Bowl. And that was the showing you put out there.
0: Not good for the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, the, the bottom line is, that's I don't know if I'd ever watch that tape if I was the offensive line uh, of the Chiefs. I mean, just yeah. there's no getting around it. There, that's a ridiculous amount of pressures and what we saw. It, it, it's so much so that it was so dominant on that side that we, we almost... We were all complaining a little bit about the officiating. I think there were some questionable calls. I don't understand why uncatchable must not be a thing anymore. Like I could yeah, sit oh here yeah. and do some of that, but it's almost like why? About that. But why even do that? Because right. the game they were dominant, man. I mean, if the game came down to a touchdown, I would probably talk about that the second quarter a little bit more mm-hmm. that drive. But it's not even worth it. I mean, because they could have played for another four quarters, and I'm not sure how much more Kansas City would have scored. Yeah, right. No, I mean, it just they were just that dominant. So. You just mentioned it about the Bucks, and and you got to everybody in every defensive coach will sign up for. Hey, give me pressure with four, <laughs>
1: right? No doubt. In a perfect it makes, world, it it makes, makes what you everything want.
0: easy. That's what happened with Jacksonville. Can pressure with four? They had a blitz. them. do you remember? I think we talked about this with the Patriots and the Rams in that 13-3 game, and then that the Patriots kind of put a little blueprint together for the league, it it appeared, on how to slow up the Rams a little bit. Well, yeah, it was to jam the bunch. But basically what you do, what, what the Rams did with that tight bunch
1: formation, which was, it wasn't revolutionary, but a lot of teams weren't doing that at that time, and all the Patriots did was say, hey... All right, you want to go in your bunch formation? We're going to have guys jam you on the line, disrupt all your timing, and now your timing's off. Jared Goff gets nervous, and
0: obviously what happened well, happened. Which is similar, by the way, to what they did 20 years earlier when they, Brady won his first Super Bowl. Is they really jammed the line of scrimmage yep. and got away with it against the greatest show on turf Correct. and the St. Louis Rams at the time. Yeah. Well, my question to you is, did the Bucks just provide a blueprint of how to slow down the Chiefs, or was this such a one-off thing because of the front seven of the Bucks, yeah. and the lack of offensive line of the Chiefs? That hey, Brent, settle down. It's not like Patrick Mahomes is never going to score a touchdown again. Yeah. Where do you fall on that side of
1: it? Now, listen, I would tell you to settle down just a little bit because a couple of things, in my opinion, I'm not trying to make excuses for Patrick Mahomes. I mean that that offense, um, they they faced a juggernaut in the in the, in the Bucks defense. Simple as that. But I think that if Patrick Mahomes had a a halfway healthy foot and he was was able to run a little better, you you may have seen a couple more rushing yards of Patrick Mahomes because you saw that in the first quarter. That's the one downside of playing a lot of cover two, right, is the quarterback has the option to run the football because, well, no one's keeping an eye on him because your back is turned. So when they're in that cover two look a lot, I'm like, okay, Patrick Mahomes is going to have a field day with this because he's the ability to run, but then you kind of see him hobble a little bit. You kind of see him like he's not 100% quite yet. So that came into play a little bit. Another thing that came into play that I was kind of surprised about, Edwards Hilaire. Now I'm not sure how banged up he is. I'm not sure um what he's dealing with, but when he got the football in his hands, good things happen. pretty and I, good. And I understand Tampa Bay's got the best rush defense in the entire NFL, and I understand that. But the way he was running the football, I probably would have fed him a little more.
0: And with that being said, Andy Reid said that post game.
1: Correct. And with that being said. When Tampa Bay was in their cover two a lot, and it wasn't all cover two, like I said. I saw some quarters coverage as well, but predominantly, it was cover two. You you have two guys in the back end p- protecting that deep ball, right? Because we know Tyreek Hill likes to go deep, and they're protecting that because Tyreek Hill absolutely embarrassed them the last time they played. To beat a cover two team, one of the best things you can do, ask the Florida Gators this. You throw the ball to the running back. I didn't see a lot of screens. I, if I saw screens, they didn't get set up properly. Yeah. I, I didn't see a lot of, you know, like wheel routes. The quarterback in the pass game, whether it was Hilaire or I think it was... uh, Who's the other guy? Williams. Williams.
0: It was kind of lacking. I I agree with you there, too. I I think they tried to run coming out of the locker room and some good things happened. Yeah. Right? And then they just didn't cash in with a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. But I agree with, if you're not going to run, at least throw some screens. Utilize the pass game as the run game. They never really tried to do that. They tried to take their shots down the field quite a bit. I think the unsung hero of these games, this game was the secondary, though, too. I, I, the front no, seven sure. deservedly gets a lot of attention and yeah. should. They were dominant. Yeah. But the secondary, man, even when Mahomes had a minute to throw it down the field, they were all over yeah. them.
1: So, and listen, and I'm not going to question Andy Reid's tactics, man. That guy's a far better offensive mind than I ever will be. But if you want to beat the Kansas City Chiefs going forward, you better hope Patrick Mahomes' foot is hurting him. You better hope you have backup offensive linemen out there. You better hope that they don't choose to run the football. You better hope that they don't throw the running back out of the backfield and cover, two. And finally, you better hope that you don't get Patrick Holmes enough time to throw the ball. Because even though Tyreek Hill was getting double-teamed sometimes, I feel like he's so good, he's so quick, where if he has time to work
0: a a route, he's going to get open. He had zero time last night to do that. Uh, More on Super Bowl 55. The Bucs and Brady get it done. Plus, Trevor Lawrence is going to have a throw day on Friday We'll talk a little bit Jags as well. Coming up, Action Sports Jax on ESPN six ninety. Brent Martineau. it's a, it's there's three islands, and it can be very nice and lucrative. By the way, you could be a huge winner, but you could be a huge loser too. You might not have a boat to get home. Austin Lane. Well, I like that. Now I love that analogy. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN six ninety. It's, hands down, one of the greatest accomplishments in sports history. I'm not, I'm not going to say it's the greatest, but I would say it's up there for sure, you know, to come down here to Tampa, uh, come to an organization that was ready to win, uh, come come down here with the players that, you know, they're all fantastic players, great guys, just everyone overall. I mean, just the story is just unbelievable. And uh, it definitely ranks up there as, you know, one of my biggest accomplishments ever. Rob Gronkowski. For the Tampa Bay Bucks, Gronkowski is interesting to me because he comes off like perception of Gronkowski is is what <laughs> he's like this dumb jock guy, he's a, right? He's a bro, yeah, yeah, but but he's like a party guy, and there's I think there's a certain amount of intelligence of Gronkowski, especially like IQ on the football field that he just doesn't get credit for. Yeah, I think he's really really understands what it takes. First of all, to get his body right. To, in these kind of games, and I think he just understands the game. I mean, you can be – you don't have to be book smart necessarily to be uh, football smart. And, and I think we confuse those sometimes. And, again, I mean, he, the way he presents himself sometimes, smart and Rob Gronkowski don't go together, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I do – I have this level of appreciation for Gronk because I do think he's actually way smarter than people give him credit for. I really do. I, from On the football field, I really do. Yeah, no,
1: listen, to –
0: to play the position that Rob Gronkowski does, and to play at
1: a level for so long, it takes some type of intelligence. You know, I mean, granted, you know, he, he's had his fair share of injuries, but I feel like he, he's adapted with those. Right? Like, he, he's found ways around those type of injuries, and had some success still. Now, let's be honest, like, even entering this game, it wasn't like, "All right, Gronk is going to be the X factor," per se. Even though Brady was saying, "I am going to try to give him the ball." Now, <laughs> what, what, whether that was smoking mirrors or not, apparently that was the <laughs> truth. <laughs> that was the truth. Brady was not lying to Unless us. Not even receiving. But y- you've always kind of felt like the past couple of years, like Gronk hasn't been the Gronk of old. Like, all right, this guy is an absolute mismatch. He's, I mean, no matter who he put on him, he's going to get his receptions. Like, his game has changed now. But not to say like that's a bad thing because defenses still have to respect him. You still have to know he's on the field at all times.
0: And you saw that last night. Here's here's the thing that I I have a lot of I'm just being honest with you. I I I can come up with an answer and say why they're doing it. But I really cannot put my arms around the idea that guys like Gronkowski, who it's so noticeable to me, even now his body is still beat up. He's thirty one looks like he's forty five. Brady forty three looks like he's 28, Yeah. But, and Bruce Arians is 68. So I just put those three guys out there, okay? Why are they coming back? Like, why won't they walk away? I don't know. Gronk did it. He had to go get his body right. He did walk away. Yeah. But, I, I, and I don't understand what you're going to tell. Listen, they're competitive. They haven't, like, oh, Bruce yeah. Arians is having fun at 68. Like, I get it. I, But he also likes to play golf, man. He just did it. Like, he, he, he has a Lombardi trophy and i i just can't fully grasp why he comes back why brady continually comes back and why wouldn't he just walk away after 10 super bowls and this record that nobody's going to like I don't know what else other than that inner drive and I get that's there yeah. it just doesn't make sense to me okay I, it's it's very hard for me to describe because we're not like well you might be I'm not like that like I can't be like that that's not the natural thing mm-hmm. like I again I always say this. I think I'm competitive mm-hmm. I like to try hard I like to win I like all those things there's a lot of things to accomplish and, and as I get a little older I understand because like whether it's my parents or other folks i know retiring is hard yeah yeah. even people that say they want to retire 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 at 55 60 they don't they're still working at 67 they go back to work at 70 so i get all that but i still don't get why they come back like why not just walk away if you're gronk brady and arians why are they coming back Uh, you know you you ever see the movie troy with brad pitt no. You
1: remember that one? Alright. So Brad Pitt plays Achilles, right? And in one of the very first scenes of the movie, uh they're going to attack, I forgot what, what the city even was. Um but basically what they go, like, you know, Achilles gets there and he's like, dude, you don't want any piece of this guy, this guy's huge Achilles, like he's gonna beat you. And Achilles looks down at the guy who's like beaten and battered from war, he's like, and that's why that's why no one's gonna remember your name. Right there. That's why no one will ever remember your name. It's that kind of attitude. When you win the Super Bowl, like, yes, you're you're engraved in the history for the rest of your life. You're a Super Bowl champion. You have the ring to prove it. I mean, if you get pulled over by the cops doing a hundred, like, guess what? Hey, Super Bowl ring. Yeah. We'll see you later. Can I take Thanks a for the freebie. Exactly. <laughs> you know, like that, that comes with something. But at the same time, like I think back to 17 and I think back to the Eagles a little bit. Like the Eagles to me right now where they sit and with all due respect to them, what they accomplished, but they're starting to seem like an afterthought now. Right? Because Doug Peterson's gone, Carson Wentz maybe getting traded. We'll talk about that later. But I just feel like in the next five or six year, six years, the Eagles will be a trivia question. That's it. Yeah, like, yeah. What, we're not going to even respect them really anymore. And I feel like with what the Buccaneers accomplished this year, and keep in mind, it was during a time of a pandemic where football wasn't the same, right? Everything is different this year. They didn't have any, any kind of rule like preseason, and you saw what Tampa Bay was able to do. Now they saw the gates kind of rocky. Right. And I was the first one to say, I'm not buying in this team right now. I think if I remember correctly, when we did like our uh, our our predictions, I think the most overrated team that I named was the Buccaneers. Yeah, that that was my (laughs) prediction. Well, I was wrong about that one. They were through 12 games. Yeah, (laughs) I was definitely wrong about that one. But it shows you just listen, they got it together. They won the championship, if you will. So why would not you want to do it again? Because now you actually you have some chemistry. And let's be honest, Brent, and we'll, we'll talk about the free agents coming up here on the Buccaneers. It's not going to be the same. No way. Like the roster that you saw last night, there's going to be some holes. Yeah. That's the NFL. But if you keep your core pieces in place, the Tom Brady's, if you keep Gronk maybe for another year, if, you know, if they can bring back somehow Godwin or, or AB, you got a good shot, in my
0: opinion. So why not do it again? Yeah, I guess. I- I guess we think of the other, maybe me, again, I, I don't know if this is just me or if this is a lot of people. I really don't. I I just think of the the, the storylines. I, I guess I'm just that sucker for a story where people always bring up, say, like the Willie Mays stuff. And even Peyton Manning, he won going out, which was glorious for him, despite the fact that he could hardly throw it eight yards. Correct. You know, there, that was like the ultimate, like, tug of war. Yeah. Because he does end up winning, but he also... Look kind of weak in doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so the greatness of Brady, do you ever want to look weak? Like, do oh. you ever want to fade? Well, you have a chance to not. I mean, you just won number seven. <laughs> no, Why listen. even welcome that? Because we do know this. Mm-hmm. When it goes for athletes, it goes. No, and it goes and you're not fast. And like Gronk, like I said, two years ago, I don't know, Gronk could hardly walk off the field, it felt like. Yeah. And now he's replenished a little bit, and he got that ear rest, and he does look better. But he still looks old, and it could go quickly, you know? Mm-hmm. So... Uh, and and then the Arians thing's just different. I mean, I feel like he just reached a pinnacle, and it, it, I guess just these coaches just don't want to ever go away. I mean, it's and I, I understand the fun part. By the way, I understand the camaraderie. You like the team, yeah. you know, like like there is that element. I, I I'm not saying I would walk away if I was in the spot, but looking on the outside, looking in, it's just hard to imagine. Like, what else is See? there, man? What else <laughs> no. is there, Tom Brady? And you
1: bring up a legitimate question. And to me, like, look at boxing or even MMA. You know, guys always have that mentality, like, we want one more. We want one more. Even if that means sacrificing a perfect record, you want to do another one. And usually when that happens, they go out on their back. Right, and we're talking about a sport that has the the highest of dire consequences, nice. right? Like getting knocked out, brain damage, all that stuff. But and it's not sometimes it's about the money. Sometimes they're they're strapped up for cash. But nine times out of ten, it's about hey, because I, I can still do this. I, I got to have that feeling one more time. To me, Brady, like, I don't even know what. Listen. You're you're the goat. No one's gonna ever take that away from you, Tom Brady. Right? Like what we're seeing right now, and this is the thing. Like, is it boring sometimes? You better believe it. Can we get some other guy in there one time and maybe see what happens? But at the same time, I know that I'm seeing history. Yeah, like I'm knowing that that my five year old son has. Probably gonna have zero recollection of what's been transpiring the past five years in terms of Tom Brady, but like, dude, you missed out on that. And guess what? You won't get to experience the what I got to experience with Tom Brady. And maybe Patrick Mahomes will have his, you know, his time in the sun, but it probably won't be on Tom Brady's level. But at the end of the day, that's just the competitor, Brent. It's just, it, it, it's the competitor. It, it's the nature of the beast. And I think Tom Brady is to the point now where it's just like, I want to see how far we can go. I want, I want the wheels to come off and then go on some more. Now, I'm going to be honest with you, Tom Brady. All right. Hey, I'm going to be honest with you, Tom Brady. Yes, you are the GOAT right now. But you know what? Let's go ahead and get you upgraded to premium GOAT, if you will. And if you want to be a premium GOAT, here's what you do. You request a trade. Go to the New York Jets this next season and win a Super Bowl with the New York Jets. to see what you can do
0: with that that team. Yeah, that's that, that, me. It. Premium goat. Uh, here's the, I, I think of it in this context: who should retire more, Brady, with what he's accomplished at the age of forty three, or a guy like Alex Smith that he's just made it back? Yeah, you know. And a lot of people, in the context of Alex Smith, say, "Man, I want you to retire. Mm-hmm. What you've done is unbelievable." Mm-hmm. Well. If you put it in the context of Brady in the same thing, well, then there's no way in hell Alex Smith is retiring. Because yeah. those guys, they didn't want to just make it back. Sure, that was part of it. Can I make it back? Kind of like Tiger Woods, right? Can I make it back? Can I get there? He did. But he keeps going. Mm-hmm. And I think Alex Smith now, now, like if I look at Brady and their unwillingness to say goodbye to the game and the competitive spirit to be at the top of the game, it almost makes me wonder if Alex Smith now will not only he's not satisfied to come back and just play in a game and perform a little bit and make it to the postseason, he wants to almost get back at least to the level he was playing with Kansas City. No, without you know, doubt. In that year. And, and so now I wonder, I, again, I've always said that, I always acknowledge that, those guys, you guys, the guys that play that game, it's a different level of competitive nature. It's a different level of drive. Like It's one that us normal folk don't really relate to. <laughs> I really believe it. Uh, so I... But all of us would say, okay, we're fine retiring. I just do think mass population would say we're good. (laughs) No, no, no. And and you're not wrong. And you know what? If I was
1: in Tom Brady's situation, I mean, I'm not sure what I'd be feeling, but I'd be feeling pretty good right now. I'm not going to lie. But I don't know if I'd come back, you know, because like you talk about Alex Smith and Tom Brady. These guys are both family men. All right. That's these, true too. These guys have families. And, and listen, I know the, how, how a long a season can be drawn out. Now amplify that because you are at the quarterback position. Everyone is depending on you. So you're even more time away from, from your family, even more time away from your friends, stuff like that. And, and you, let's be honest, you miss out on a lot of those memories because you're trying to will your team to a Super Bowl. So. There are some sacrifices that 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 are made here. And once again, I mean, with Tom Brady, like he's literally spent, uh, you know, some of his kids like their their entire childhoods playing the game of football. No, 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 don't get me wrong. I'm not calling Tom Brady a bad dad at all. I'm sure he's a, a fantastic father and I'm sure he's always there as much as he can be. But to be as great as Tom Brady is, that takes time. That takes time away from your
0: family and things like that. Well, you so know I say that you got to be selfish to do it. I absolutely. mean, he's been able to balance it better than others, but you have sure. to be extremely selfish yes. to, to be that great. I mean, you just have to be. In fact, he said, he, I told nobody can come in the house yeah. for the last couple of weeks because he didn't want to with COVID. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's a different level time, kind of thing. I That makes sense to me, actually. Yeah. Like I would do the same. But you do. You have to be extremely selfish to take care of your body, to get yourself in the frame of mind. I will say this. That you mentioned family. I actually believe the family is why they still do it, hmm. in a way. Hmm. Uh, one, because of spending too much time with the family can get a little <laughs> much. But two, I, I really believe – did you see the scene in Green Bay after that game where he said, can I come see – can my son come yeah, down? Yeah, for sure. Yesterday, the joy that he had seeing his mm-hmm. kids out on the field – because they can now appreciate his greatness. Mm-hmm. They're at an age where they can, and Brady's a little bit different here because he's been pretty consistent in his greatness, although there was a 10-year window where he didn't win, I think from 05 to 15, but now 15, 17, 19, 21. They've seen enough. Yeah. They might even be saying, Dad, I've seen enough, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, for sure. But I, I really put this in the context of, of Tiger. Like, I believe part of the motivation of Tiger coming back certainly was self-natured as well. You know, can I do this? Mm-hmm. But also because his kids didn't get to see the greatness, sure. and his kids saw the scandalous and sure. the the injury Good side point. of Tiger, the yeah. downside without seeing the upside. Mm-hmm. And I, I I do believe the be, one of the best parts from from my perspective of him winning the Masters in nineteen was his kids being able to see him in the just all the people that adored tiger right and the, and to see, celebrate tiger because we had years and years of that the kids didn't yeah and so to see their dad in that way after they'd seen him in a mugshot you know in the tabloids all that i feel really good for the kids to be able to see that side. So i mean we like i know how much i like watching tiger woods play yeah. can you imagine being his kid and not being able to see that yeah. other other than youtube and all that so i do think there's an element of this like that Tom Brady's probably having fun with the age his kids are at Mm -hmm. to be able to share some of these moments and memories and take them into the locker room when they can appreciate it, not just when they're four years old and you get a snapshot of it, but you don't remember it. Yeah. You know, so I think that's part of it. I'll tell you what.
1: Is there anything more intimidating, though, than being Tom Brady's kids? Because because now, like, you're, hey, you're, you're Tom Brady's son. What are you going to do with your life, man? Like, Dad's at the bar pretty high for
0: me right now. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Oof. well, when then we saw Tiger's kid has a yeah. swing that looks oh, just yeah, as good, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's a tough spot. Yeah. But I, I, I do like, I appreciate the human nature of that. Yeah. These guys are like larger than life figures Mm -hmm. and that shows a human side of them and i thought that was a good moment after the game with brady and and his family um just like i thought with tiger a couple years ago uh, as well i want to talk a little bit of jazz we'll get back to the super bowl like can the bucks continue this run uh uh, what about the prop bets what about uh, the halftime show what about the commercials uh all those things we'll, we'll get to uh but trevor lawrence Throw day coming up on Friday. What does it mean? What do we expect? Uh, a sneak peek, little preview at, at maybe what we might see coming up in a few days. It's next on ESPN 690. He was amazing and, um, you know, just did it all. Locked, ran, um, just had an incredible season. We got him pretty late and he just showed up big. It was amazing just how he performed in the biggest moments and uh, just so proud of him. That's Tom Brady. Is he talking about Leonard Fournette? Yep. Does that count as a point? Probably. That's pretty impressive. Nice done, Fournette Fournette was sensational in the postseason. There's nothing else to say. Good stuff. He was terrific. I mean, the one drive where he capped it off in the third quarter. I mean, just a couple of runs. The the energy he ran with. You know, like the want to that he ran with. You could see it. When it shows up on the TV like that, you know, he was trying to run over people. Run away from people. And uh, then he finished it off with a run. There's a guy outside our How are window. How we doing right now, man? We all right? Sc- scaling <laughs> the tower. Oh no way! I didn't see that dude. <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> There's what's going. on? I'm going to take a picture of this so everybody that else. That sounds can like see. such a terrifying job. This is like some
1: Ocean's Twelve stuff right here. I, I
0: probably should he's, like. He's marking the ladder. Get my face out of the way. Of I it.
1: feel like you have to get his permission to take that picture. I don't even know.
0: <laughs> I'm a, a smile he's taking a picture he taking? is he taking a selfie? what is he doing oh uh, I don't know I can't see it so he's basically there's a tower outside of our window here at the station and <laughs> and so and uh you know it's just like a steel structure yeah how far does that be? it and goes pretty up, high yeah, it goes up pretty high and he is now we're two stories up in the building and, and we're so now he's close oh, to this he's guy's the, the influencer us. hes taking selfies.
1: Is he doing any work no, right now? No, we're, we're letting influencers climb I, on our I tower. I hope he's taking a selfie <laughs> right now because
0: we'd be right behind. He's taking a... Yeah, we
1: get the mix. <laughs> <He's>
0: taking selfies. <laughs> he's not taking selfies with that camera. What is he doing then? I have no what idea What is he what doing, Brent? Doing. What I, is this guy doing right now? I have I'm no astro- idea what he's doing. This is awful radio, but I'm more intrigued at what this guy's oh, doing. I apologize. This there seems to be an accomplice. He's talking to somebody below him. One second. <laughs> Okay, yep. There's, <laughs> there's somebody down there. There's another gentleman rocking a polo shirt and a helmet. Usually, see, you don't want to uh park too close to this structure because the birds will sit there and drop bombs on it yeah. on your car. <laughs> for sure. But um I have never seen this before. Who's get sh- out there and sh- see what's going on here? Should we scare the you know what? Out of him, just knock on the window like crazy. Hey, I'm
1: not going to be responsible for that.
0: And <laughs> if you do that, I'm going to get out of the building. Man, he's got a harness.
1: Be, I don't want to be an accomplice to
0: that. Uh, hey, uh, what tra- I've always
1: wondered with those is this: so be, this is so off the rails. But you know how, like, because it takes hours to climb climb those towers because they have the clip, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole way up. What if you got like halfway and had to go to the bathroom?
0: You go in your pants. Yeah, you've got to risk it you, for the biscuit. You do what everybody else does on that tower. Well, you just go. Is, this guy is scaling now, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> this is, guy is absolutely scaling. He just hit, like, the uh whatever button on the video game that makes yeah. you accelerate. Let's call it, let's call it the, the R2 turbo button right now. Okay. Okay. He's,
1: I, I, how can I talk about football when this is going on outside, Can I move bro? Austin's camera distracted. to
0: be on the guy? <laughs> we can Someone's got to <laughs> take a live look. <laughs> I'll see if I can move <laughs> no, it. No, well, you can't see it anymore. He's way close up there. He that window, man. That's crazy. <laughs> okay. All right. That was a distraction. Sorry, folks. Uh, Trevor Lawrence will throw later in the week. Yeah. Are you excited about that? Is it televised? You know what? Here's the thing. We're trying to get there, first of all. You need go there? Well, we're trying to. Okay between COVID restrictions and I think they usually don't care about the little guy in these moments. Yeah. So they're going to probably open it. I bet it's on ESPN and ACC network because that's a Clemson tie. I like that. And so I don't know if we're going to go or not. We're still trying to figure that out if we're going to be allowed to and and what we do with it. But uh, bottom line is, uh, are you excited? Yeah, absolutely. I mean,
1: now, like, I'm going to keep it within reason a little bit. Like, I think I was more excited for the national championship game. or I'm, I'm sorry, the, not the national championship, but the, Semifinal. the semifinals, correction, um, than just watching him throw on air to, I don't know, maybe his former college teammates. Yeah, you know, there'll some be some guys. receivers there. Yeah, whoever those receivers are. I mean, listen, at the end of the day, I hope the Jaguars are are savvy enough to send him some Jaguars, you know, cool workout clothes, you know, some, <laughs> some gear to kind of set the tempo a little bit. Like, that's what I would do if I was the equipment
0: staff. So, I mean, I'm going to watch it. We'll see what happens. Yeah, so here's the deal. He'll have, like, uh, word is murray rogers and those kind of receivers will be there. uh The Jags will be there. I yeah. know they're a team. Uh, the question is, how many teams need to be there? No.
1: Just the jaguars Hey, hey, hey it won't New be York. just the Jags. Hey, hey,
0: New York, you know, with COVID and
1: everything, let's go ahead and let's be smart about the pandemic here. You don't want to quarantine yourselves. No need to make that trip. How awesome would it be?
0: How, seriously, how awesome would it be if just the Jag showed up? That'd be awesome. <laughs> Wait, so are, you're actually going to go to this then? Well, we're not sure. I said well, okay. I, I don't know what we're going to be allowed well, to do. and I'm just. Do here's here's the thing. Yeah. Help me decide. Yes. If we're not allowed to go in there and see the actual workout. Is it still worth me going for TV to stand outside the stadium and say, this is what this so, is what just happened today? Because yeah. that's a TV thing. We want to be there where the stuff's happening. Yeah. We might do that. Well, I'm going to be honest. I could
1: care less about that <laughs> with all due respect to you. But what I care about is representing the Jacksonville brand okay now let's be honest here we know that new york's going to be there okay because right now the hot topic but trevor lawrence has a, a torn labrum we might be we might be falling to us now Making trevor come on everybody just relax so brent i need you to go there to represent in case things go down do you want me to come there as well that's the real question because listen if you go there without me I I, 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 I got to show you some stuff, okay? I got to show you some some MMA moves, some some cheap shot tactics, if you will. But we got to get this out of the way right now because I'm not going to have you go there and get embarrassed and embarrass our city.
0: Well, come on along for the ride. It's just a six hour trek. Oh, we're not flying there. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Sounds like a former athlete. Eddie. Oh, we're not flying. Sounds there? like a former NFL oh, guy. We're not, we're not flying there. <laughs> Well, yeah, then
1: could go and FaceTime me if something goes down You
0: can Rocky this and run behind the car Get ready for your next fight
1: Do you want me to run behind the car Or run in front of the car You just push me the whole time One of those two
0: uh, You are seeing live video of a man outside the, our window On a tower Influencer We what's, have no idea what he's doing What's his handle, let's find it out
1: Yeah, what is he doing though, honestly?
0: I'm sure it's just... I'm what? sure it's like a sure maintenance. Okay. They maintenance. Check, make sure He's checking the maintenance of the ladder? I'm He's sure we'll, on that's that how ladder. we broadcast. There's a ton of
1: wires going on I'm that sure thing. we'll probably get in trouble for
0: broadcasting this live. Hey, don't say we... Kuz. That was this Kuz's idea. That's Kuz's idea. Kuz's idea. Yeah. That's,
1: yep. That's Justin Kuzart I mean, at Twitter. that turns.
0: Justin Kuzart <laughs> at Twitter.
1: Whatever. <laughs> I, love, I love how we just hand out
0: anybody's handle. Oh, I'm snitching all day. Hey, I'm not going to... I'm not getting time for this. We'll be back. Actions for Shacks on ESPN 690.